What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I wanna to talk about the one simple hand that everybody screws up. I'm gonna show you exactly how to start playing this hand better with several examples. Let's jump right into it. All right guys, so without any further ado, it's probably not a big shocker to anyone. The hand that so many people have difficulty with these days is of course pocket jacks. Everybody's favorite hand to hate and love as well. So guys, the biggest thing that you need to know about pocket jacks is that it really is a great hand. It is a premium hand. I think it's the fourth or fifth best hand in the entire game. However, it needs to be played very differently depending on which player type you are up against in each hand. And I'm gonna walk you through two examples today showing you how our strategy is going to be literally universes apart because of the very various player types and also the positions at the poker table. So before we move any further, let's talk about the five main poker player types. I talk about these in all of my books, in my brand new training course, and in my free poker cheat sheet as well. All of that will be linked up in the description below. But basically we're talking about the knit, the tag, the lag, the whale, and the maniac. The last two are recreational players and the first three are regular opponents. Very, very brief synopsis here. Knit, tightest player at the table, sits around waiting for aces, kings, queens, stuff like that. The guy, girl who you never see involved. That's the player that when they start betting, they usually have something. Tag, best player probably at the table. Tag stands for tight and aggressive. Has a nice balanced approach to the game. Plays a decent amount of hands, decent amount of value bets, decent amount of bluffs. Difficult player to play against is actually the style that I teach in everything that I put out. Lag, loose and aggressive player. I also do suggest playing this play style as well, especially as you move up to higher stakes. Makes you very difficult to play against. This player is similar to a tag, this loose and aggressive player type. However, they play, as the name would suggest, a few more hands. Puts you in difficult situations. I typically don't recommend this play style for beginners. And the final two player types, the Whale and the Maniac, I definitely do not recommend playing these play styles. These are the players who lose the most. The main difference between them is that the Whale is incredibly passive and the Maniac is incredibly aggressive. Both of them play a ridiculous amount of hands. All right, let's jump into it. You have pocket jacks, of course, in the big blind and a tag, remember, tight and aggressive player, raises it up to $10 in early position and then a knit three bets to $40 in middle position. And by the way here, we're just talking about a standard $1, $2 cash games, six max poker game, six players at the table. So what should you be doing in a spot like this? And we're gonna assume 100 big blind starting stacks as well. If you're playing in a tournament and it's like in the late stages where there's only 20 big blinds or 30 big blinds, I just wanna be clear, the strategy is gonna be totally different. But we're talking about 100 big blind starting stacks here. All right, so the biggest thing, as we just talked about, you must know your opponent. And we just talked about both of these player types briefly. Knit, remember, tightest player at the table. When they bet or re-raise, you know, you better look out. They're usually not bluffing. And a tag player as well is one of the tighter players and they're, you know, they do have a more balanced range, but they're still not screwing around very often. And also let's consider the positions at the poker table, guys. I'm gonna put briefly on the screen for you right now, the positions in a six max poker table. So you can see exactly what I'm talking about. In this hand, the tag player raised in early position, EP, and the knit 
re-raised in MP, middle position, the seat directly to the left of that player. These are the first two seats to act preflop, of course, in poker. So what does this all mean? It means that both of these players are showing tremendous, incredible strength. In fact, when you see somebody three bets, an EP opener from MP, it's usually a premium hand. It's almost always aces, kings, queens, ace-king, or and sometimes pocket jacks. Pocket jacks is not doing very good against that range, guys. And remember, even if we were to just flat call here in the big blind, the betting is not capped. The tag player in early position can still re-raise it even more. So guys, I know that this is a difficult spot for a lot of people, but alarm bells should seriously be going off in your head here, guys. And I'm gonna say the rather unpopular viewpoint here is that this really is a clear fold, guys in today's games against these specific player types given this specific action preflop and the seats that these players are in. The knit in particular is literally screaming from the mountaintops here, guys, that they have pocket aces, kings, something like that. And, you know, pocket jacks only has around 20% versus those hands. The best thing you can do is just pitch this hand right now. Now let's flip the script completely and let's talk about the exact same hand pocket jacks, but let's change the player types and let's change the positions at the poker table. So example hand number two, once again, $1, $2 cash game. You have pocket jacks in the big blind once again. Same suits as well. Jack of diamonds, jack of spades, and a lag. This time, a loose and aggressive player raises in the cutoff. And I'm going to put the image on your screen again right now, just quickly, just so you guys can see the positions at the poker table again. So the cutoff here is when the lag player opens and a maniac three bets on the button. Now, guys, this is totally different. What should you be doing in a spot like this? Well, Number one, let's talk about the player types. Loose and aggressive player has a much wider opening range than a tight and aggressive player or a knit. And then a maniac, we already talked about this player as being one of the recreational players who's literally playing half the deck. You know, these players have often had a couple beers or maybe 12 and you know, they're just feeling it. They're getting in there with any hand they feel like. And also the positions, as we just talked about, are crucial in this hand. This is what we call a late position battle here. The opening raise came from the cutoff, not EP, not MP, and the re-raise came from the button. Why is this so different? Because when people raise in the first two seats in a poker game, it typically represents much more strength because they know that the whole table is left to act behind them and therefore there is a much better chance that somebody has something good. So when somebody raises from the first seat from EP, they're literally saying, look guys, I got a really strong hand. I'm not afraid of anyone at the poker table here. But when somebody raises from the cutoff or three bets from the button, they know there's only the blinds left to act. And of course, if you guys understand the basic mechanics of who acts first and who acts last after the flop, you know that the blinds have to act first on the flop turn and river, which is a massive statistically proven disadvantage in poker. By the way, if any of this stuff sounds like I'm speaking a totally foreign language right now, 
Once again, I would recommend downloading my free poker cheat sheet. That'll be the top link in the description below. I walk you through all this stuff step by step. But guys, the bottom line here is that this situation is a completely different universe from the other hand. And that's why our decision in this hand is going to be the exact opposite as well. In this situation, I would recommend four betting to $85 and calling a shove from either player. So guys, I hope that this quick little breakdown gave you a better idea about how pocket jacks needs to be played differently versus the various player types, the five different player types, and depending on how the action went before the flop. This is the best way to play this hand optimally to win the most and lose the least. Now, I'm gonna talk about some more post-flop hands with pocket jacks in a future video, but as I always say, guys, get the pre-flop stuff down first. It makes, you know, every hand starts before the flop, and then it's gonna make it much easier for you to make confident, good decisions after the flop and the flop turn and river. I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.